0: like to welcome you to our service especially those of you that are joining us by the way of the internet uh, we do record all our services and then put them on the air and uh, but you'd like to find your place in colossians chapter one colossians chapter one the title of the message is how did you make out how well did you do and how was your walk Are you any closer to the Lord right now as we come to the end of 2023? Are you any closer to the Lord than you were on January 1st, 2023? In our bulletin, uh, we've got a little box at the top on the second page. It says, Theme for 2023. And that theme, it says that she might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. as Colossians chapter 1 and verse 10. This verse has been in our bulletin this year 52 times this year. Every week there has been a reminder from God for us to walk worthy of the Lord. How did you make out? How well did you do? And how was your walk? I wonder how many times this verse has been overlooked this year. We get caught up in the busyness of life and we forget to do all that God expects of us. We, we get worldly and carnal uh, minded and, and just thinking about life itself uh, and we forget what God wants for us. For, for some reason we develop this mentality or, or this thought process that we think that what God wants from me is just for me to survive from week to week, show up on Sunday and say, I walk with the Lord. You know, one day all those that are saved are going to appear before the Savior. And he's going to open up the book. And he's going to ask each person, How did you make out? How well did you do? How was your walk with me? At the judgment seat of Christ, uh, Jesus is going to pull up the year 2023 and he's going to ask you about Colossians chapter 1 and verse 10. You went to church every Sunday, but did you take the time to do What Jesus expected of you seven days a week for 52 weeks. From the day that you get saved, whether it's been one day like the thief on the cross, or whether it's been 20, 30, 40 years, every saved person will have to give an account of their walk with God. We're all going to be held accountable for what we did with this book. How well did you follow it? How well did you obey it? How well did you cherish it? Meditate, delight in it. How well did you hope in this precious book? And how well did this book reflect off of you? When others looked at you this year on the job or at work or at school or at church or among family and friends, what did they see? Did they see Colossians chapter 1 and verse 10? Did they see someone who was walking worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing? That's every area of your life was a reflection that you walked with the Lord Did they see someone that was fruitful in every good work? Did they see someone that was increasing in the knowledge of God? I would like for us to take a closer look at these precious saints that were found at Colossae. Number one, I would like for us to look at their confession in verse 1 it says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timotheus, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ which are at Colossae, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which ye have to all the saints. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which is come unto you as it is in all the world, and bringeth forth fruit as it doth also in you. Since the day ye heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth, as ye also learned of Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ who also declared unto us your love and the Spirit. Here we see their confession. The first thing that you notice about these saints at Colossae was their faithfulness. It's the first thing that is brought up here about them. Since the day that they received the truth of the gospel, it says that they were faithful. Well, I wonder how many people could say that. <laughs> I wonder how many could people say, hey, I was faithful just this week. <laughs> I, I was faithful for all of 2023. But I wonder how many people could say today, I've been faithful since the day I was born again. When you come to the end of a year, it's imperative that we take a hard look at where our walk with the Lord is in relation to, to the word of God. Not comparing yourself to someone else or your neighbor in the pew. No, but comparing yourself to what God expects of each and every one of us. Truthfully, this ought to be done every day. As we come to the end of the day, we, we ought to take a hard look. A hard look of on how did I do Today. How how faithful have I been this year to meditate the word of God, to delight in the word of God, to walk in the light of God's word, to obey it in all areas. And how well did I do spreading that gospel around to everyone else? You see, the Colossians had a testimony of faith and love. That, that, That means they put their faith into action. In James chapter 2 and verse 17, it says, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Sir. Their faith was evident by their love for the saints, Sir. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13, 1, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. These saints at Colossae they talk the talk and they walk the walk. If you was to look over your life and look over the past 10 years and 20 years or however long it's been since you've trusted in Jesus Christ as your Savior, can I ask you, how have you made out? Not only do, were these saints faithful, but the Bible also says that they were fruitful as well. Look in verse 6. Which is coming to you as it is in all the world and bringeth forth fruit, as it doth also in you since the day ye heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth since the day that they got saved the fruit of the spirit was evident in their life galatians 5:22 says but the fruit of the spirit is love and joy and peace long suffering gentleness Goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. They were faithful. They were fruitful. But they were also fellow servants. In verse 7 it says, as, all, as ye also learned of Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who also declared unto us your love in the Spirit. You see, it wasn't just a preacher that was doing everything. They were all in it together. They were all involved. It takes every member in their place and doing their part. A preacher cannot do what God has put on his heart to do and lead the church unless everyone is doing their part. Here's a good question to To ask ourselves at the end of a year, if the whole church, if the whole church was like me, if the whole church's walk was like my walk with the Lord, how well would the church be? I wonder how many would be here on Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon and Wednesday night. How would our giving to missions look like if it all was based on how much you give of your time, your talents, and your treasures to the Lord? I wonder how our tithes and offerings, and I wonder how our outreach would be. I wonder how many people this year would have heard the gospel message? How many would have received a gospel witness, a gospel track in their hand? Epaphras here had a good report of being faithful and fruitful and a fellow servant. And so did everyone else at the church. They loved the Lord. They they loved their minister. And their love was evident to all the saints. How have you made out this year? What would someone say of you since the day that you got saved? Would our testimony be the same as the saints in Colossae? Number one, we saw their confession. Number two, let's look at the charge that they're being given. In Colossians chapter one and verse nine, it says, for this cause we also since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness." Because they were faithful, because they were fruitful, because they were a fellow servant, Paul prayed for them to be strengthened with all might. You, you see, they were not lazy in their walk with the Lord. No, no they were all in, Paul was not praying for them because they were slacking off in their walk with the Lord. No, he was praying for them to do even more. He's not correcting them here. No, he is giving them a charge. He's challenging them to keep on for the cause of Christ. He's challenging them to do more and to increase in the knowledge of God's word and God's will for their life. If you come to the end of this year and, and, and maybe already you started to inventory a little bit, the Holy Spirit's been tugging on you already to, to, to inventory your walk with him this year if you haven't been faithful and fruitful, if you haven't been that fellow servant that you should be, then I'm challenging you today to be more faithful. You you need to fix those areas and be more fruitful and be more involved. Judgment's coming for all of us. And, And we're going to hear the question, how well did you do? Here's another question. How well do you respond or how well have you responded when you were challenged through the preaching of God's word? Ah, that preacher, there he goes harping again. Ah, there he goes meddling. Every time I show up, that's all I hear. Ah, he wants more money. Oh, ah, there he goes preaching on being faithful to every service, not just on Sunday morning. Oh there he goes talking about tithing again. There he goes uh, talking about giving of offerings and giving to missions. Uh, there there he goes about wanting to reach more homes and more families with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Every service we sit in and how we responded to the preaching is going to be brought up into judgment one day. And God is going to say, "How did you respond?" When I, the message was given. Let me take this just a little further. Not only are you going to be judged on how you responded when you heard the preaching, when you sat under the preaching of God's Word, but you're also going to be judged for every service and every message that you did not attend because you were not there. What happened? we limited what God wanted to do in us, for us, and through us. At the judgment seat of Christ, our faithfulness is going to be brought up. The the, the question is going to be asked, uh, what kept you out of that church service? What kept you from being there faithfully in attendance in every service? What Kept you out of church. All that's going to be brought up in the judgment because Jesus is going to say, I was there but where were you? What did you think was more important than meeting with me? Paul was giving the Colossians a charge to not just remain the same. But to be more faithful, more fruitful, and to be more involved in the work of the Lord. Look at all the action words that we find in verse 9 and verse 11. It says, That ye might be filled, that ye might walk worthy, that ye might be fruitful, increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might. As we finish this year, it's time to take inventory. How did we make out? And if we're lacking in any area, then it's time to bring that area up to par again. And if we're doing good in certain areas, then this is where the charge comes in. Let's do more. Let's increase in the knowledge of God. Let's do more for him. Let's be more involved. In verse 25 and 29 and... We're going to look at our third point, which is the commission. The commission that they've been given. There's a whole section there between verse 11 and verse 12 there and verse 24 that talks about their commander. <laughs> and I take it, I say he's worthy to be talked about and all that he's done for us. Uh, in relation to what God has done for you, how do you measure up? How well did you do in relation to all that he's done for you? But here I want to get to their commission. In Colossians chapter 1 and verse 25 it says, Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations but now is made manifest to his saints to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom uh, we, we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus, whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. Why does God want us to be faithful and fruitful in a fellow servant? Why, why do we need to be challenged to increase in the knowledge of God? Well, right here's the answer. It's very simple. It's so that we can get the gospel out. It's so important that we live according to our theme verse for this year. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord and all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. If you're not taking care of verse 10, then I promise you, you won't be taking care of verse 28 and 29, whom we preach. If your life ain't up to par, then your message ain't going to be up to par either. Whom we preach, warning every man, teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Whereunto I also labor, striving according to His work, and which worketh in me mightily. If our walk with the Lord is not right, then we're going to fail in our commission. People need the Lord. But in order for them to hear, they need a preacher. They need men and women and boys and girls who are faithful, who are fruitful and who are laboring together with God and with one another. They need people who are walking worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, and not just on Sunday morning. Everything that we do hinges on having the proper walk with God and being fruitful and increasing in the knowledge of God. And it's not just for us, but it's so that others may hear the truth. Judgment Day is coming for every person. I wonder what's going to be said of you and what's going to be said of me when we hear Jesus ask the question, how did you make out? How was your walk with me? Tell me how well did you do? You know, this book that you have is going to be opened right before you. And we're going to be judged according to how we responded to what God expected of us. Are you closer to the Lord today than you were at the beginning of the year? Is your walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing? That means in every area of your life. Are you faithful? Do you have any fruit... (laughs) to show in your life? Are you increasing in the knowledge of God? How will others hear the gospel if you and I are not right with the Lord? As we close this year, let's resolve to make much of Christ. Let's resolve to do better this year. Less resolve to, to bless the Lord more this year than ever before. If you're not saved, if you've never trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior, then I encourage you to do that. Time is running out. The Bible says there's a time to be born and there's a time to die. A, a year begins and a year comes to an end. But have you believed in the only begotten Son of God for the salvation of your soul? Please don't delay. We're not promised another year. On Monday, Christmas Day, we enjoyed Christmas together as a family. My dad was there. He opened presents. He was uh, enjoying time together with the family. But then A few hours later, he was at the point of death. He was in the hospital on Tuesday. Through Wednesday night, he was very close to dying. He was stabilized on Wednesday night going into Thursday. And a defibrillator was put in on Thursday. Life can change really quick. We have less time than ever to walk worthy of the Lord and being fruitful and increasing in the knowledge of God. If your time, if my time was to come to meet the Lord, what will we have to say when we're asked, how'd you do? How well did you make out? How was your walk with me?